professionally yours. It is not only wine tasters or tea tasters who get dutifully drowned in the fragrance of their jobs. Without realizing, we all tend to acquire the core characteristics of the profession we are in. Be it the way we judge people or the way we think or as we appear generally to public. In fact, the seasoned trainers ensure with all grit that the young recruits in any discipline are quickly molded according to the demands of the profession. This is very evident in case of army training where men of all sorts are chiseled efficiently for lifetime by drill ustads. It is said, once a soldier, always a soldier. You can make him out in a crowd by his demeanor, by the spring in his stride and by his quick reactions in any given situation. It is a marvel to observe how all senses become so focused for a professional according to the need of his line of work, as if the whole consciousness is channeled for that purpose. There is a saying in Hindi, Mochi ki nazar jutoon par. The cobbler will always focus only on your shoes. Many things that one does not even bother to notice will be immediately recognized by an expert in that domain. One night, I was dragging my suitcase on a dimly lit railway platform, looking at the coach numbers in search of my berth. Suddenly, a physically challenged person with a bag of repair tools in his hands accosted me and asked me whether I wanted to replace the stuck roller bearing of my suitcase that required a bit of an effort to pull it because of the wheel's immobility. Though it was causing a minor inconvenience to me, but I had not noticed it till it was specifically brought to my attention. I appreciated his sharp observation even under the scarce light, though in hindsight it appeared very obvious. There is no denying that it takes hours of concentration to hone one's skills in the chosen field of interest. I was reading an interview of a renowned musical instrument player. The interviewer was awestruck when the celebrity informed him about his daily riyas, even after reaching the pinnacle of his fame. When questioned as to why the musician needed to practice even after becoming such an accomplished player, he replied with utmost seriousness, If I do not practice for even a day, I can feel the drop in the level of my performance. If I do not practice for a week, the critics will be able to discern the inadequacies. If I do not practice for a month, even the general public who have no music sense will notice something amiss in the concert. Very often, profession will bring 
changes in one's nature and behavior. I have a friend who was earlier with me in forest service but later joined Indian police service. During our forest training I knew him as a simple jolly and shy fellow who was fond of singing Hindi songs. I met him a couple of years later when he was superintendent of police in a district. He took me out for a dinner in a hotel where he drank four to five pegs of whiskey while we talked happily of all the things since we had met last. It was around midnight and we had still not taken our dinner, but my friend was already tipsy. We were interrupted by a call on his mobile phone. As I was sitting close to him, I could hear the conversation that he had. The person on the other end was the father of a young girl who had eloped with a boy, obviously against the wish of the parents. Fearing the worst, the unfortunate man wanted immediate help from the police to trace his daughter. On hearing the frantic plea of the father for official assistance, my IPS friend reprimanded the poor man. Abe, teri ladki tere bas mein nahi hai aur tu mujhe paath pada raha hai ki mujhe kya karna chahiye. Your daughter is not in your control and you are teaching me what to do in this situation. Mentally, I sympathized with the father. I was shocked to see how power and authority bestowed by the police department transformed a simple man into an arrogant and uncaring individual. I felt the father would have been reassured if my friend had comforted him with simply a promise to do the needful, even if perfunctorily. I was confounded because I could not make out whether his behavior was due to the intoxication of power of his department or the alcohol inside him. Later, I rationalized that because police officers are dealing mostly with criminals and thugs, so they must be getting insensitive to such delicate situations. In fact, they often start taking sadistic pleasure by inflicting pain to people. I appreciated that this phenomenon may be universally applicable for police when I came across a Malayalam idiom in this context. Varunna nadaile oruvadi, pogunna nadaile oruvadi. It is said that police personnel will strike a culprit on his back with a stick when he is brought to a lockup as a welcome gesture and will also give another hit on his back once again as a farewell gift when he is finally released. My father was also in police but my mother went to extra length to ensure that the children in the family were not around him at the place of his duty knowing fully well that police personnel abuse and threaten the arrested culprits routinely. I recall that once my father's adult male cousins had come to visit us and we all, the male contingent, 
went with him on his official tour in rural hinterland for an outing we halted overnight in a police station where charpoys were laid out in the open compound under a starry sky for us to sleep after dinner just as it is shown in old hindi dacoit movies i was just a child and i was tired so i slept nicely however my uncles admitted to my father timidly the next morning that they could not sleep at all because the entire night they heard the police officials questioning the arrested culprits lodged in the nearby lockup with the profuse use of expletives and by using third degree methods that made the culprits howl with pain my father smiled sheepishly on the exposure of his dark professional activities during my service tenure i had two occasions to visit supreme court in new delhi for official purpose the ambience of the court can be quite daunting even for government officials when they see the mighty judges sitting on a much higher dais while all others just look up to them literally and address them as my lord one can imagine the fate of the common man in such a situation when i interacted with my advocate nearly 70 year old prior to the hearing he informed me that he was a second generation lawyer and his own son was also in the same profession in a lighter moment he shared with me tarni sahab the difference between my profession and that of a prostitute is that a prostitute earns more in the beginning of her career and her earnings decline over a period of time an advocate starts with small earning in the initial struggling days to establish the legal practice but he makes a lot of money as he becomes old i was aghast by this uncouth comparison and that too in my first meeting with him i wondered whether with the involvement of such high stakes the justice delivery system itself was being prostituted i had undergone wildlife diploma training in wildlife institute of india in 1994 one day we were traveling in the institute's bus to delhi after we left dehradun city we were descending on the meandering hilly road when the accompanying faculty dr ajt johnsing asked the bus driver to stop and reverse the vehicle as soon as the bus moved back by 20 meters he pointed to us a wild mountain goat found in rajaji national park khural standing majestically atop a nearby hill there was no way that we sitting inside a speeding bus could had observed the animal on our own the incident showed that dr john singh is a real field professional of wildlife management dr john singh proved his mettle once again when he was trekking with us in rajaji national park on a hot summer day we were really tired and thirsty after a long walk 
एंड वर विशिंग टू रीच आर डेस्टिनेशन एज सून एज पॉसिबल ऑल ऑफ ए सडन ही हॉल्टेड एंड पॉइंटेड टू अ नियर बाई ट्री टॉप एंड विस्पर्ड सॉफ्टली सी हिमालयन मार्टन इट वॉज द फर्स्ट टाइम दैट आई सॉ दिस एनिमल एंड देन नेवर सॉ इट अगेन इन माई लाइफ थ्रू दिस पोस्ट आई विश टू अप्रिशिएट डॉक्टर जॉन सिंह कमिटमेंट एंड फोकस इन वाइल्ड लाइफ द पॉइंट आई एम एम्फोसाइजिंग ऑल अलॉन्ग इन दिस राइटअप इज बेस्ट इलस्ट्रेटेड बाई एलेक्जेंड्रा होरोविट्स इन हर बुक ऑन लुकिंग इलेवन वॉक्स विथ एक्सपर्ट आईज द ऑथर वॉक इन हर नेबरहुड ऑन द सेम रूट विथ इलेवन डिफरेंट पीपल इंडिविजुअली अर्बन सोशियोलॉजिस्ट अ जियोलॉजिस्ट अ फिजिशियन अ साउंड डिजाइनर एन आर्टिस्ट अ चाइल्ड एंड अ डॉग ईच पर्सन रिवील द डिटेल्स अराउंड हर दैट वेंट अनोटिस्ड बाय हर अर्लियर दो शी हैड बीन वॉकिंग फ्रीक्वेंटली इन दैट लोकैलिटी द एबिलिटी टू परसीव द इनविजिबल थिंग्स ऑफ फिनोमिना डिपेंडेंट ऑन द एरिया ऑफ एक्सपर्टीज ऑफ द पर्सन हु वॉक विथ हर द फिजिशियन हु अकम्पनीड हर कुड इवन गेस्ट द डिजीज ऑफ ए कैजुअल पेटिस्ट्रियन बाय ऑब्जर्विंग हिज गेट द जियोलॉजिस्ट कुड नॉट टेल ओनली अबाउट द अंडरलाइंग रॉक्स but also about the origin of stones used in the construction of houses in the vicinity even the accompanying child made the author stop and look at things that are ignored by adults but in which only children get hooked to teaching is considered a noble profession and teachers are eulogized in the society though ironically not paid in the same proportion i spent 11 years teaching either young forest service recruits in dehradun or mba students in bhopal in order to make my voice heard clearly by the students of the last row i had to raise the volume of my voice in the classroom with an ardent hope that it would keep my audience awake even if they were wanted to sleep due to extreme boredom of the lecture years of speaking loudly in the class has its own negative effects for me everybody at home keeps on complaining as to why i am angry and shouting at them whenever i talk to them even in normal tone the net result is that now his master's voice is seldom heard in my house In other words I have gradually become house trained just the way Sir Humphrey referred to his boss in Yes Minister Post retirement my silence at home is congealing in the posts on my blog Thank you